Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I'm going to share some examples of degrowth that I discovered on economicshelp.org, as well as a few other websites, which of course will be linked in the show notes if you're interested. All right, we've talked about what degrowth is over the last couple of days, so let's talk about how to do it. There are many examples of ways we can degrow without having to forfeit everything we know and love. And the main foundational example typically revolves around us as individuals and the impetus on us to switch to a less materialistic approach to life. This may involve buying fewer consumer goods and instead seeking to make do and mend and fix the shit you have. Coming from a gal who still drives a 2007 Kia and had a Nokia brick phone for far too long, I'm a big fan of this. Not only does it make you appreciate the new shit once you get it, but it also makes you realize how much the new shit wasn't that much better than the old shit. Another way we can encourage degrowth is to prohibit planned obsolescence. Now, this is one of the main things that grinds my gears about capitalism. When they're doing a good capitalism, that means they're making bad products. So we keep buying more products and spending more money. But the problem is that means we make a lot of shit That is garbage. It is the government's responsibility to pass legislation and ban practices such as planned obsolescence. 
Because let's just think about mobile phone companies, which aren't the only people responsible for this, but they're a great example. They work on the assumption that a phone will need to be upgraded every two to three years max. So they make it really hard and expensive to change the batteries or provide upgrades or get the right apps because unfortunately that data can't be updated with this and you'll have to update your phone. Sorry, I'm speaking from experience and the rage got out point is they look forward to you having to buy a new, more expensive model every couple of years. But the problem with this concept is that it leads us to use precious metals and resources and batteries that make new phones at a rate that is just not sustainable. If we prioritized a concept of degrowth, this would force these companies to make it easier to not only stick with the same phone, but they'd more inclined to make better phones that last longer. Another common and obvious form of planned obsolescence comes through the car industry. But cars are a great way to talk about degrowth in general, and by switching away from private cars, we could focus on on building infrastructures that center pedestrians and cyclists and ride-sharing and public transit. Plus, it'll make the people in the city happier and more healthy and fit because it makes walking around your city center way more attractive. Another example of degrowth is to grow our own food. At the moment, we import all of our food from around the world, leading to a high-carbon footprint, but it wouldn't be difficult for our society to start eating more seasonally or create local farms and community gardens. Another way to encourage degrowth is to suppress advertising in public spaces. Advertising doesn't increase our well-being at all. It simply encourages consumerism and our unconscious bias towards different brands and products that are well-advertised. If we stop being bombarded with ads every day, including ads about our healthcare system that shouldn't be for profit, we would not only be happier, but we would be less focused on the consumerism that those advertisements encourage. Another way we can encourage degrowth is to make use of all of the empty homes rather than building new ones. Don't get me started on the problematic nature of the fact that an AI is buying up all of the local real estate because it's been programmed to do so. And by doing that, it is limiting the amount of homes and ruining our chance for owning one. But if the government began taxing land that held empty homes, then landlords would be less likely to buy things that they don't need. Plus, it would free up so much accommodation for the unhoused and avoid the need to build more unnecessary housing that is not only unnecessary, but only built for the concept of making money. I have never understood why we don't tax second homes or excessive use of certain resources. But if the government got on board with taxing those things and not eradicating them completely, instead those taxes would provide us with the fact that these are luxury items and we shouldn't just buy to buy. It would make it more fair for those of us who don't have the resources to do that. And finally, my favorite way to advocate for degrowth is to begin and join and participate in your local initiatives and encourage the concept of volunteering. Rather than relying on our central government to provide all of our public services, small communities can replace some of that federal intervention with local volunteers, which will create 
more community, which will create more internal work, which will help advocate for a more sustainable community. And period, point blank, if the government started prioritizing environmentally friendly solutions, the subsidies and the money and the taxes would follow, and so would the demand. Now, I understand this sounds extreme, because it's going to require a change in so many people's attitudes towards the economy and towards our environment. But it is difficult to implement anything from a top-down approach. So as individuals, the more we can aim our personal choices to be less individualistic, more community-based, less consumer-based, and more sustainable, we can model and create the world that we want through our own communities first. That way we can understand what we need to demand from the governments when the time comes. That's not to say we shouldn't be demanding it now, it's only to say the act of practicing what we preach is probably the best way to begin a movement like this. And if you're like, Julie, enough with the degrowth, I don't fucking get it, what's the point? Think about what happened during the COVID pandemic and how there were so many news articles reminding us that nature was healing and the balance was restoring itself and the world was getting better because people weren't in it. That's not to say all we do is cause harm. It's simply to say the way we have industrialized and commodified everything on this planet, it ain't gonna work forever. And we're pretty much all fed up with it. So why not start making moves to make the transition into a more sustainable future easier? Anyway, I think that does conclude my degrowth segment of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any information on this stuff, I'm new to the field and I have just started diving in, but I'm really curious and excited to learn more. So if you know anything, please share it my way. Either way, I love you so fucking much, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, because I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. 
the secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.